Welcome back to another episode of the Guys Telling Stories podcast. I'm Rich Douglas. And I am Bill Easton. And right off the bat, let me just say thank you to the fans, to the listeners, friends, and family. Thank you so much for the support. It is super exciting. We are, uh, Rich is going to chime in with some of our details, but you guys are showing us a lot of love, and we've getting some phone calls and emails and and people that want to talk to us, which is interesting. Yeah, the, the idea was for us to talk to other people, hear interesting, engaging stories. But you, the fans, have told us that you, you like what you hear. We have uh, premiered, Bill, I, I know you know this already, but premiered on the iTunes page. That's right. We're on about four different charts. We're in the top ten. I'm hoping we can get to number one. That would be great. So here's what we need from you, the fans. We need more iTunes reviews, please. Yes, yes. The reviews are extremely important. The way the charts work, they count everything you can do on there. And there's a way to rate us, too. And we would we would love for you to give us five stars and, and tell us what you think. And uh, if there's something you, you like, uh, mention it. Or something you, you want us to do, mention that as well. Yeah, please, thank you, and we hope to get on that iTunes feature page. That's the front page of all of the iTunes, and once we get there, guys, we hope to be there for weeks because we have amazing guests planned for you. Speaking of amazing guests, Bill, I'm really excited for our next guest. I'm excited for our next guest, and we are going to go to a quiet location. I'm a little nervous. Well, she invited us to her offices. Yes, this is our first female guest, our first girl, first woman. All right. Yeah. And she's also our first behind the scenes guest. What I mean by that is we said we were going to kind of search out some entertainers, maybe some athletes, uh, some entrepreneurs. And this guest is the owner, creator, along with her father, of a viral website, a digital resource, where if you go to any big city, everyone's heard of Yelp, Mm -hmm. everyone's heard of TripAdvisor, but she has created, along with her dad, this amazing website here in Buffalo where you can find so many things. You have, I mean, you just go to, they've posted three or four things today already, and, and one of the things that I liked recently was they had the 11 most anticipated restaurant openings of 2016, and there's a list of 11 or 12 of them, actually, and... Uh, it's cool. It tells you what not only what is going on, it tells you what's going to happen. You know, I've visited other cities. You go to New York, and I've tried to, you know, me being a, a guy that likes to say, hey, let's go check out the hot new place, Bill. I got lost in all of the Yelp reviews, TripAdvisor reviews. If you're coming to Buffalo and you go to Step Out Buffalo's website, you follow them on Facebook, you're going to find the best happy hour. Yep. And it's you can kind of cater it. It'll give you a list and, and tell you what, what's there and what's not. So you can kind of find the one that's perfect for what you're looking for. So imagine you, the listener, you want to create a website. You want to create an online company. Well, our guest today, Emily Cluckhone, she has created a following, not only for her website and her brand. She is on Facebook and has tens of thousands of followers. That's amazing. Instagram. 
thousands upon thousands of followers. She brought her dad and her brother, I think, to our uh, podcast release party, and they were so nice. They were oh, super nice people. Thank you guys so much for coming. So I personally think it's going to be so interesting to talk to somebody who a few short years ago just had this idea, and now all of a sudden is posting, like you just said, Bill, five, six, ten times a day with yeah. some really amazing content. Mm-hmm. That everybody wants to read. Food, health, music, festivals, culture, yeah. events. Well, it's really amazing that she cool. invited us to the Step Out Buffalo offices. So, you ready to go? Let's do it. All right, let's go. All right, we are thrilled to have an amazing guest for you today. Our guest is Director of Storytelling for Step Out Buffalo. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Emily Cluckholm. Hello. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Welcome. So, Emily, why don't you tell us about what you do, where you are, where we can find you. Sure. Um, First and foremost, you can find us at stepoutbuffalo.com, which is a all-digital resource for dining and entertainment in Western New York. It's really just a great place to go in case you're looking for a restaurant or something interesting, unique, fun to do. Hopefully we have everything there that you need. We're also on social media, on Facebook, Step Out Buffalo, Twitter, um, at Step Out B-F-L-O, and on Instagram, which is where we really want you to go, at Step Out Buffalo, and we're also on Snapchat, Step Out Buffalo. So follow us. Step Out Buffalo. A lot of Step Out Buffalo, (laughs) yeah. So Instagram, is that the big one? That's what we're really into right now, yeah. Okay, okay. Fastest growing and... Most exciting for us right now. Yeah, so make sure you search Step Out Buffalo on Instagram. So, Emily, we always like to start by taking our listeners back to the beginning. Uh, A lot of people out there are going to be working out, walking the dog, pushing the kid in the stroller, and they're listening to you tell your story about how you got started. So maybe you could take us back to before Step Out Buffalo happened and describe your life when you started on this path. Sure. So we're in Hamburg, New York right now, which is where I grew up. Born and raised in Buffalo, Western New York. You know, Western New Yorkers consider themselves from Buffalo. Yeah, I co- kind of always wanted to go to college somewhere far away. I loved Buffalo, but, you know, I wanted to get out, the weather, the everything. Um, so I went to school at Miami of Ohio, um, which was a great time and a lot of fun, and I learned a lot, but didn't exactly figure out what I wanted to do with my life. Uh, I kind of always... I think had sort of an entrepreneurial bug, but I didn't know what that looked like in college. You know, Miami's kind of like a corporate culture. I was in school for management because I kind of felt like whatever I would end up doing would use those skills in some way. I honestly had no idea what. You know, I I met a lot of great people and definitely learned a lot, maybe not through the actual classes, but... I know, I know. I think most people out there probably went to school for something and are working in a completely different field. Right. <laughs> are you raising your hand, I Bill? raised my hand. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you can tell the people. What'd you go to school for, I Bill? went for physical education teaching and uh, taught for about a semester and had enough. <laughs> Lasted yeah. half a year. <laughs> well, school takes so long. Four years, usually. Maybe some master's or advanced degrees. Did that. Oh yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I got it all done. Yeah, uh, all done. Plus, plus three years here before I figured out that that's what I thought I wanted to do. So, we're talking almost a decade. Yeah. Well, tell the listeners where'd you go to school? I went to West Virginia University from '93 to '99. Let's go. Three years here, Mountaineers. Nice. Three years here, uh, 
before. Six years there, a total of nine. That's a party school, too. It is a party school. Yeah. Bill and I have been down there a couple times, maybe at least once a year for the past couple of years for football games. And I went to an upstate New York State College of Geneseo, no football team, Division three sports, you know, people played them, but it just felt like it was an extension of gym class or varsity <laughs> sports. And then when I finally went to West Virginia and saw what a real football game was like, I was blown away. You're the vital. Geneseo. We had Geneseo, the Vital, Kelly's, the IB. Mm. I think maybe one of them still around. Maybe. Maybe. The IB closed. Should go Kelly started on fire. <laughs> Let's go back sometime. <laughs> we'll do a college tour for the podcast, I'm sure, soon. But um, Emily, you brought up that when you were at school, you kind of had that entrepreneurial bug. Any interesting little clubs you did or like projects? I know sometimes. At business school, they always make you work in groups, mm-hmm. and sometimes that doesn't go so well. Um, anything come to mind? One of the clubs I did was called the Buck Rogers Leadership Program. Um, like I said, I kind of went towards management because I I think I just had some idea that that would be, you know, I always kind of wanted to manage people. I think it's really interesting to see how people grow huge companies and places that people really love to work. Like I'm, I'm nowhere near doing that yet but that's definitely one of my long-term goals and so I kind of just like felt like it fit in same with the leadership program um I just wanted to kind of like learn how to manage people and like what people want as employees and stuff like that so you know I think I've always had I'm I'm pretty organized I'm pretty big picture and detail oriented so um, I think I think I can come at it from both sides, and I just was interested in you know doing more big projects. There's a lot of community service projects involved in that. Definitely a lot of group projects during class. Group projects for me never went well. Yeah, <laughs> they were they were like interesting. I mean, some of them were terrible, depending on you know who you get. But um, one in my later class, it was probably like our senior capstone class, I think, and we had to work with like a real company, which we worked with a a local hospital um, from Cincinnati and it was all like data analysis and you know you couldn't pass unless you literally gave it like 20 hours a week of your time and it actually just it really taught me a lot with working with people of all different you know skill sets and it was it was really interesting yeah I mean I don't know Bill if we really talked about this too much but it sounds like your college experience it gave you some highs and some lows yeah definitely I had some some highs but usually in working really? with groups, they were not those kind of highs. Well, uh, I was in charge of the concerts at Geneseo and okay. special events. And so I got the chance to sort of work on a, a board, a committee that would plan everything from parent weekend to siblings weekend. And then I was lucky enough to maybe pick the one or two big concerts that came. Uh, we, at the time, OAR was really big and we got to bring them and have this awesome sellout show. But I remember specifically a business class asked if they could promote the concert and i didn't realize it at the time but it was part of their class and they had to do it to get the grade or to pass you let them do it right i let them do it i thought this would be great come on over we'll have a meeting our meetings were so dysfunctional and we probably only had two or three of them we had a brainstorming meeting and the biggest idea that came out was this guy and he was being serious he wrote the word sex on a sheet of paper and said why don't we put that on the poster because then it'll get everyone's attention, and below it will say, now that I've got your attention, come to the concert. <laughs> Did it work? 
Everyone has seen that episode of The Simpsons or Family Guy. <laughs> Did you Guy. do it? No. We didn't let him talk anymore. The meeting was immediately over, and I think I met with the group one more time. I think they logged whatever hours they needed to work, and I just did publicity with... Sometimes you're just lucky that people show up to the meeting. Yeah, I, you're so, right. I that's what I like about the real world versus college. I'm not, I didn't get an MBA. I just kind of... I feel like it's... You know, you definitely have to have the right, you know, opportunities come your way for it all to work out without school, I think, but... It definitely changes who you are and puts you in a path, but uh, mm -hmm. you're right. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I'm sure I'd be completely different without it, but I'm not sure it's the end-all, be-all. No, I, you know, it's something that I was ready to leave, Bill. It sounds like after eight, nine years, you were probably ready to get <laughs> out of there, too. <laughs> you know, most people need to leave school and go somewhere else. So take us to the next step. Did you stay in Ohio for a little while or did you come right back home? No, actually by that time I was back in love with Buffalo and the people here that I still have, you know, lifelong friendships from. It's just kind of how it goes, especially in Hamburg, probably all of Western New York. And, um, you know, I just want to be by my family and I I had no problem just living here, you know. And then I started at a local manufacturing company because, again, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to, you know, work hard and, and see sort of some effect of my yeah, work. Yeah, some results. Yeah, some like. results, exactly. So when I was at this manufacturing company um, trying to figure out, because I, I was really into some, like, sort of, Lean Six Sigma stuff. I don't know if you know what that is in terms of manufacturing. No, I'm not sure um, if you want to share it with us or if it's not interesting, you can skip <laughs> it's, it. But. I mean, it's interesting to me. It's all about efficiency and um, like productivity and stuff in terms of manufacturing. Okay. It was into that, and I just kind of wanted to see like if I liked the, that industry. But after about eight months, I was had had enough, and my parents had also had had enough because I was living with them. <laughs> and um, my dad was kind of working on this new project. So it was really a short time after that I left school. It was probably about a year exactly that um, we started working on Step Out Buffalo because my dad had had this idea, and he was just like, you know what, you're really not happy with what you're doing. Let's just try this. Let's try something else, something different, and see where it goes and... A few years later, here we are. How long ago was that? So that was um, July 2013, so about two and a half years. So you've been at this not that long. Right. And your dad pursued, um, basically yeah, got he, you into it. Yep. He, it was his idea. Um, we, you know, we just kind of talked back and forth a lot about, you know, why is something like this not here? You know, it's not, we're no New York City or you know, Chicago or LA, but there's still enough to be, to go going on to be talked about, we think in, in the way that we do it, you know, we traveled a lot and as a family and we just saw kind of a gap in the coverage of what was going on, especially starting to get going at that time. There were a lot of smaller events and um, different unique things that we felt like weren't being covered, you know, as well as the Taste of Buffalo or some bigger events that everybody kind of knows are already going on. So we felt like we could do that and do it well. And so we started on the path that didn't mean we were anywhere near, yeah. you know. Was one of the first steps the name? And maybe you can tell us a little bit about the name Step Out Buffalo. Sure. So 
that was actually started when I was still working at my other job and only half paying attention. So <laughs> I remember my dad was kind of trying to come up with the first version of the site and the color. And I vaguely remember him like running it by me just because like I lived there and, you know, I was another opinion besides my mom. And um, right. so it was like brown or red and what kind of buffalo do we use? And step out buffalo just kind of i'm not sure i honestly have no idea how it came it came about um just kind of like something we need buffalo in the name we need it to sound like what it is like i'm a big believer that it kind of needs to give you some sort of indication of what's going on so and it just kind of evolved after he, he was doing some reviews and just honestly testing it out had no idea if it, where it was going to go if it was going to go and after months and months and months it actually started to form into something people would start reading that's pretty cool it sounds like step out buffalo to me in those cold winter months maybe when the weather's a little bit colder windy rainy get out of your house there's a lot going on mm -hmm. uh, maybe you're gonna have to put on a coat there's right. gloves you're gonna have to do your hair it's gonna get messed up but step out buffalo <laughs> let's exactly get, let's get outside <laughs> exactly um, so you guys start a website you pick a name and then kind of like this podcast for us how do you start building that momentum to get a couple people clicking on your page um, following you on facebook instagram twitter sure so as far as i can remember it was a lot of friending every person in hamburg new york <laughs> um, on facebook and you know i'm the social media person so it was really you know i mean it was telling my mom to friend every person on her Facebook, telling my dad to finally get on Facebook and friend every person wow. he could. And just, you know, like growing it from there, I didn't by any means want everyone doing it just because I told them to, but, you know, Facebook has that organic way about it that once somebody sees it, it's, mm -hmm. it's out of your hands anyways. So it was a huge help. And eventually friends of friends of friends started sharing stuff and, then they weren't my friends, and that was great. <laughs> and that was exciting. That has to be a pretty cool moment when you realize that maybe you're, something that you're starting, like a website, has more support from strangers than from, you know, your fourth grade yeah. English teacher. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. It's yeah. definitely exciting. We used to get really excited about that, like, oh my gosh, this person liked our, you know, post, and we have no idea who they are. It was a big deal. Still yeah. kind of is, you know? I think so, yeah. yeah. Everybody's heard of Step Out Buffalo. You may not have clicked on their website, but you've you've been forwarded reviews, you've been forwarded events, um, whether you know it or not, and that's, that is kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. For those of you that are visiting Buffalo for one of the first times, head to the website, check things out, like where you can find the best happy hour. I know, for example, uh, my wife has... Uh, so many articles saved on her phone for where the best, you know, four to seven happy hour is. And then there's those other places that go till eight o'clock. And it's pretty tough to find that information. You could call the bar, you could ask, but you're going to get somebody who's there either cleaning, setting up. They don't know. The owner will be back later, call back later. Now they're busy. Mm -hmm. So it's those articles, I think, that caught her attention. There's a guide to breweries. On their website. You know how many times I've gone out of town and tried to find breweries in the city? It happens everywhere. Yeah. You just can't find one list, one place to go for, I want to go to a brewery. And you got to Google breweries in this near me. And 
Yeah, it doesn't work out well. It doesn't work out well. And, you know, you have that one list. That's so helpful. But one person, two people, three people, your dad, yourself, you can't write all these. I'm assuming you at some point said, we need some more people. Yeah, definitely. And we and we definitely needed more ideas, too. You know, we're only two people, and we were trying to definitely not start from square one. I mean, my parents have been eating and drinking in the city for years and years. And I have, too, but I wasn't really paying attention. So... Um, we were kind of like starting from square one, trying to get to every restaurant and bar and event. And it was just a lot of work and, you know, it could get stale if we just keep, uh, writing the same stuff. So we definitely had to hire some writers eventually. I'm not sure exactly when it was probably about a year in, um, because we really did take a lot of time just developing the website. We do all that ourselves through WordPress. So that took a lot of time and research and just you know kind of growing the site and developing it just to be you know legible and and something for somebody to go to you know so um, once we got writers it kind of changed the game definitely it sounds like writing was that no turning back or hiring writers would be that no turning back point for you where you're not just trying to maybe spread the word you're paying people to help you get content Right. That you then spread. Definitely. It seems like there's been a lot of no turning back points, kind of like every other week, maybe. Wow. But um, yeah, I, I just kind of keep getting that feeling. And it's just more and more and more. But definitely that was one of them. And then, you know, when we hired our, you know, when we got our first advertiser and when we, that was a huge one because you're like, okay, now somebody's paying us for this. So you really can't stop um, hiring our first, you know, full-time employees huge but yeah writers have been a huge help just with the content and and the insight and the you know knowledge of buffalo and other stuff that's going on around here so you've been at it at for about two and a half years Mm -hmm. where do you see this going where do you see yourself in let's say five years double the amount of time you know normally we really take it on a day-to-day basis around here but i i would just hope that it's bigger and you know profitable and just you know hopefully some more employees and a a bigger presence in the buffalo area you know i think there's a lot of early adapters that definitely know about us and even maybe beyond that but there's tons of kids at ub that don't know about us there's tons of um tourists or people visiting that have no idea that we exist you know so hopefully there's you know hopefully we've grown 200 300 percent again in the next few years and i hope that you know we get a lot of business local businesses on board so that we can help them grow their businesses because that's what we're really interested in doing right now with advertisers so bigger better more profitable if that's the goal for five years from now is there anything that has happened these past two and a half that really has been an obstacle that you had to overcome maybe it was just a small defeat or a complete failure, whatever comes to mind. People love hearing about that because then usually there's a lesson learned and, and you're better for it. What comes to mind for you? Yeah, well, I would say just, again, that's one of the things that kind of happens every month or so. Um, the first one was definitely just trying to figure out what people wanted to actually read. So there was a lot of trial and error with that. And at first we actually had... Um, this big picture that we were going to have restaurant reviews, sort of like Yelp, um, restaurant listings, 
full information. And I think down the road, the site will um, lend itself better to that. But it, we spent like months and months gathering information for that type of thing and found out that nobody wants to look at that. <laughs> so, wow, okay. yeah, we kind of totally had to pivot. You know, honestly, it still exists on the site today, kind of taking up a lot of our space and slows down our website. But, <laughs> you know, we're working on it slowly but surely but we definitely had to kind of pivot and figure out what people were interested in and once we started writing some content and curating you know let's say curating the listings which we don't even really link back to anymore but once you start like picking out things and recommending things for people they really started responding a lot you know a lot better and that was definitely a challenge it it went on for months and months and we didn't you know you just have to keep trying different things what i've noticed about the site is it seems like it's a positive buffalo-based website that tells you and maybe to use some of the terms from the website that tells you what's out there not just what you like because like you said before i might tell you about something from the north towns you being from the south towns might tell us about that great new place but there's a whole bunch of people that you could reach ub students for example where should they go i think i would love them to go into buffalo you know there's a lot of little great restaurants by UB North and UB South, like Sato Ramen just opened a noodle shop right by South Campus. It's great. Shang goes over there. But those are things that they definitely know about, you know. I would love them to go into the city and just, you know, a lot of the places. Um, We were talking earlier about ABV or the breweries like Big Ditch, even restaurants like Tapo and Bourbon and Butter that are probably like considered a little bit higher scale they're still like really affordable it's kind of ridiculous like almost no restaurants have opened recently that are um kind of ridiculous or or super out there yeah like way way too much right it's tough when you want to pick a place on a friday or saturday to go out to eat and you got to break the bank to do it so it's good to know about the value i think buffalo everybody if you're from buffalo you know Mm -hmm. you want value yeah definitely yeah we're big on that too so emily any final advice for someone, maybe you also graduated college recently, isn't doing exactly what they wanted to do? Um, you know, you obviously took a, a certain path through a kind of a family-started business, but other people are kind of out there struggling. It's obviously hard to make a decision one way or another, and it seems like you, once you, once, once you made a decision to do something, you were successful at doing it, and how... how Talk to someone out there who struggles with the same type of thing and is trying to find, you know, what they want to do. Yeah, so I think I think a big part of it for me is just deciding, you know, this might be a personal thing, but deciding how to do it and then go in full force, you know, as hard as you can and as much as you can. That was big for me. Like, I'm kind of that kind of person that can't just do it here and there, you know, I kind of lose momentum. So I think that's a big part of, you know, gaining momentum. And another thing that really kind of like pushed us into doing this, you know, I was definitely going back and forth for months about, should I even leave the the path that I'm on at this manufacturing company to go work with my dad? Like, what is that going to mean? Like, what's going to happen, even though it's my dad, and I trust him. And, you know, it's still a really hard decision to make. And it ended up being an awesome one, definitely. But um, my dad gave me a book from by Gary Vaynerchuk, which is one of my idols. And 
you know, I hang on to every word he says. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. No, tell the tell the listeners who's Gary. So he's tell um, me. yeah. So he's. Uh, <laughs> I thought you guys might be into him because he has a great podcast. First of all, okay. And um, he started off as a wine a wine guy from New Jersey. He started this show called Wine Library TV on YouTube, um, like at the beginning of the internet, and. Now he it kind of went on for years and years, and then he he grew his family's liquor business for I don't know millions of dollars, and then now he's uh, started a media company in New York with his younger brother. Um, it's like a, the hottest digital agency, whatever, all into social media. So, anyways, he kind of started off with this book called Crush It, and it's just all about you know, following what you actually want to do. Like, why do anything you hate, you know? And that was the book that, you know, my dad read it because he followed Gary on his wine show. Totally different, but, you know, just all about, like, why not do what you want and how the internet can help you do that. So now he has a show called Ask Gary V. And if you're doing anything with business, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners are, it's just genius stuff for marketing and and really all aspects of business. So that was one of the tipping points for me is he's just super motivational. I don't even know how it happened, but he's good. Yeah, it sounds like you got to go what check was, out the book. What was the question again? <laughs> well, the question how old was, are you? <laughs> yeah. what advice would you give to people out there? But it sounds like if they're just starting out, you, you know, they're on their f- first step. And it sounds like one of your first steps was to read a book your dad gave you. Right. And... And decide if it, yeah, if you want to actually be, I just, I kind of wanted to figure out what I wanted to do. I was like, so, you know, wanting to figure out, take a first step in just like some way, a direction towards like something that might be remotely what I want. And I was nowhere near it at the time. So I had no idea it would be food, but really I've been obsessed with food my whole life. So it totally makes sense. I think it's like just, you know, a step away probably. And you just don't really realize it and you just have to do something. Do something you enjoy and, and... Yeah. Get involved in something, you know. Another great, I think, resource locally for that is, and all over the country, actually, Startup Grind. Um, we have a local chapter of it here, Startup Grind Buffalo. They meet at Dig, and they have some really great interviews with, like, local entrepreneurs. And there, you just can meet a lot of great people. There's a lot of networking that goes on there. And they're all the same kind of people looking for, you know, partners and co-founders and people that might be able to help you take a step in the right direction. Sounds good. I think that's about all the time we have. I want to thank you so much for doing the show today. Also, maybe a special thanks to uh, all the listeners out there for uh, you know following us with the podcast, subscribing, liking us on Facebook. Emily, before we go, uh, why don't you give us the uh, website and those social medias one more time? Okay, so it's stepoutbuffalo.com. Um, we're on Facebook, Step Out Buffalo on Twitter at StepOutBFLO, Instagram and Snapchat at StepOutBuffalo. Follow us. I've been playing on the website here the whole time we've been talking, and it's got everything out there. It has theater, it has culturals, it has music, it has nightlife, it has food. Lots of food. Yeah, lots of food. (laughs) I'm getting a little hungry. And contests. You can win things. They have some nice contests, too. Um, So make sure you check out the website, StepOutBuffalo.com. Yep. And once again, thank you to our guests and thank you to the listeners. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and check, in us, check us out online at guysstellingstories.com. I'm Rich Douglas. I'm Bill Easton. All right. We'll see you next time.